you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We are so excited to have you join us today, and we welcome all of you all who are joining us by way of television or joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. I want to know if you ever get tired of doing the same old things day in and day out, and life sort of loses its zest and you feel like you just sort of go through the motions and become bored with life. Well, stay tuned to today's message if you ever feel that way or to prevent yourself from ever feeling that way. Open your Bibles, if you will, over to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah there in the Old Testament. Isaiah 43:18 and verse 19. Remember ye not the former things... Neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And I just want to use as a subject, do a new thing. Do a new thing. Turn to your neighbor and say, do a new thing. Do a new thing. God is constantly trying to birth new things in our lives, always uh, trying to take us to bigger and better things, always improving us, developing us. But he's always, uh, he's always birthing new things in our lives that we can never conceive it and perceive it and know it and recognize it and be in tune with the move of God in our lives. And the reason God brings us constantly new things is because we're created for diversity. We're created for variety. We're not created to keep having the same old things day in and day out because one becomes bored. You become bored when there's nothing new, when there's nothing fresh, when there's nothing exciting, when there's nothing changing in your world, and you're just getting up, going to work, coming home, going to bed, getting up, going to work, coming home. Well, that gets old after a while. And that you're created for more than that. And, and, and God has more than that in store for you because he wants to keep your life fresh. He wants to keep your life new. He wants to keep your life exciting. He wants to keep your life vibrant. That's what keeps the pep in your step when God is constantly doing new and fresh and exciting things. Every day with God is sweeter than the day before. And so, just when you think you know everything about God, He'll show you something new that you never knew Him. He'll reveal Himself in a whole new way. He'll take you to new levels and show you new things, take you into new realms. Just when you think you've made it and that's all there is. No, God got something bigger and even better. Another realm of life to show you. There's always something new. There's always something exciting. There's always something fresh that God desires to do in our lives. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. You ought to go to new restaurants. 
Don't just eat in the same place. Some people order the same dish day in and no, go somewhere you've never been. Try some food you've never tried. You don't live but one time on this earth. You, you, you gotta expand your horizons. Try something new. Don't just eat the same little beans and potatoes every day. Go to an Ethiopian restaurant. Go to an Indian restaurant. Go, go try some Greek food. I, 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 I'm so delighted that I've been to, to Greece and I've eaten and enjoyed the Greek culture and I've been to Egypt and enjoyed the Egyptian food and I've enjoyed Ethiopian food and, and Russian food and you know all of these varieties uh, give you a different taste and spice of life. We're created for diversity and variety. And so uh, you ought to you ought to you ought to get involved with new activities. Don't just do some you you little boring life. There's more there's more to life than you just driving to work and coming home. Do some you do an activity you've never go mountain climbing. See, pastor just went and bought us some mountain climbing equipment. Do some you've never done. Do my wife and I, we were, we were on a cruise one time, and my wife said, she looked, we, we, she looked at the schedule of excursions that they had available. She said, let's go speedboat sailing. I said, what? I said, what kind of sailing? She said, let's go speedboat sailing. And they had an America's Cup regatta, America's Cup it was a it was a race, a speed. It was a sailing sailing boat race, and we did it. And it was so adventurous because we were working the anchors and we were working the sails, and we were part of the crew. And it was it was it was frightening. It was hard. It was difficult. I almost threw up, but uh, <laughs> but we were living. We were out on the edge. We were out on the edge. It was something new and exciting. It was an experience we never had before. You got to do some new experiences. People don't like to do anything but what they already know how to do. And they, and the reason you like to stay in your own little comfort zone, and and you you may not like your life, but at least you're comfortable with your life. You know what's in your life at least, and you're afraid to venture out of that. You may be in all kind of pain and turmoil, but at least you're familiar with it. And so you don't want to step outside of this range, because even though I'm hurting, and even though I don't like my life, and even though things are bad, at least I know what I got. I know what I got right here. I don't know what's out there, and I ain't taking any chances. No, no, expand your horizons. Do some new things. New activity. Science even tells us that as you get older, if you want to keep your brain functioning young, if you want to keep your brain and your acumen sharp, you need to learn new skills and new activities uh, and new interests, which means that they gave some examples. Uh, take piano lessons. Learn how to play a musical instrument. Learn how to play a violin. Because what you're doing, you're now using a part of your brain you haven't used before. You're exercising your brain and it keeps your brain sharp because you're putting, you're using it. You're giving it some new activities. 
creativity and you're stirring up and this keeps you sharp. So it said, you know, learn a musical instrument or learn a foreign language. What you're doing, you're carrying your brain into areas that's never been before. And so now your brain has to consciously, it has to activate itself and it has to work again. Notice I said again. <laughs> because when we keep doing the same old things, your brain stops working because it already knows how to do that. It has nothing to figure out. It has nothing to calculate. It has nothing to reason. It knows how to get to your job and back. That's nothing new. So your brain is asleep because you can do that on autopilot. But when you're trying to learn how to speak Spanish, your brain got to wake up. Your brain is like, what was that? Come on, say hama. <laughs> your mama. <laughs> Notice, so as you get older, you got to learn new activities. So learn how to play a musical instrument. Take violin lessons. Take flute lessons. Learn the piano. Learn a foreign language. Get involved with different activities. Learn how to play golf. Learn how to shoot pool. Learn how to play tennis. Uh, learn how to go bike riding. You gotta, you gotta learn new activities, new events. This keeps your brain functioning, working. It keeps it sharp because you're introducing something new to it that causes it to have activity and causes it to work in your life. Why do you think God says here in Isaiah 43, Behold, I do a new thing. I'm not the same old God. I'm not, this, I'm not a God who's just uh, made of stone, who's not moving, who's dead. No, God's a living God. God's a moving God. And he's, he's, he's I'm doing a new thing. Don't you know it? I'm trying to do something new in your life. I'm trying to take you to a new level in your life. Don't you recognize where I'm trying to take you, what I'm trying to do in your life? And so, uh, you got to learn to do some new things in your relationships. Those of you who are married, you got to do new things. Those of you who are dating, you got to do new things. That's the reason uh, so many people get caught up in affairs. And I t this, this is one reason people get caught up in marital affairs is because they've gotten bored in their, in their marriage. And so they step outside of their marriage because it presents something exciting. See, it's a, it's a risk. We get, <laughs> see, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's getting exciting now because I got to do this on the side without letting... Without letting them find out at home. And so now it becomes exciting again. But see, you moved into some immoral excitement. <laughs> I'm talking about godly excitement. So what you got to do, you got to take that same excitement where you were tipping up and bring that excitement home. You got to bring that home. Now, I'll tell you a little game. Me and my wife played, and this isn't bedroom talk. <laughs> Here's the bedroom talk right here, but, my, you know, I, what I like to do with my wife, sometimes when, when we go out of town, and uh, sometimes I, the last trip we went on, I, I arrived a day early, and I just left my wife a plane ticket on the counter and told her to meet me there. So when she got there to the resort, uh, when I saw her, 
I walked up to her as if I didn't know her. I said, excuse me, good looking, you here by yourself? <laughs> now, I carried out as if I was having an affair on my wife with my wife. <laughs> and so, you know, we had this little role playing going on. Like, we don't know, like, we just met in this hotel because we just both happened to be traveling alone. And so we end up having an affair where it gives me the thrill of a, that I have stepped outside of my marriage, but yet I'm still in it. <laughs> That's a good chapter. That's a good chapter for bedroom talk. He can add that to bedroom talk. That's that's a good chapter. But see, what what I what I realized, you have to you have to keep things fresh. You got to keep it exciting. That's the only reason men step outside of marriage. They've gotten bored at home, honey. To keep your husband excited. You gotta do, you gotta do something. You need to be swinging off the chandelier in your. <laughs> you gotta you gotta keep his attention. Keep his attention. <laughs> My wife picked me up one time. In fact, it was one Friday night after the weekend word. She picked me up. And I said, where are we going? And she wouldn't answer. And I looked in the back seat and there was a bag packed. I said, oh, such is, such is. She kidnapped me. <laughs> Took me to a hotel and had her way with me. <laughs> See, that keeps it exciting. You got to do a new thing. You got to. Quit climbing in the bed with your holy underwear and thinking that's going to turn somebody on. Take the rollers out of your hair for a change. Pull that little rag off your head. Take that big old house coat off. No flip-flop house shoes. You got to do something new. So notice what what God is is saying to us. He's saying refuse to be complacent. Refuse to be stagnant. Refuse to be stuck where you are. The same old condition. Same old problems. The same old you. Same, having the same old arguments. Still arguing like the same old stuff. At least come up with some new arguments. Same dilemma. You're stuck in the same old vices. Still stuck in pornography. Still stuck in lying. Still, you're still stuck. Still stuck doing drugs. I talked to a man, he was 50 years old, still on the corner selling drugs, in and out of jail. I said, Negro, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I said, you're 50 years old. I said, you should have more sense than that by now. This doesn't even make any sense. I said, man, this, this, I said, you ain't learned by now. I, I, there's no hope for you. Still doing the same old stuff. I, I had a, I had an old friend, and he would, he would always be in a jam. As long as I knew him, he was always in a jam. And he would always uh, 
come borrow money. He would bring it back, come borrow it again, bring it back, come borrow You know, just in that same. And so about 10 years went by, and I didn't see him for 10 years, and then we were reunited. And I said, how, how you been? What's going on? How are you? And he began to give me the same old story, and he needed to borrow some money right then. I said he hadn't changed. The same old, same old, but God wants us to do a new thing. John, John Maxwell said, <clears throat> you ought to say no to the status quo. You ought to say no to the status quo. In the Latin, that means, status quo in the Latin means the mess we're in. That's what the status quo means in Latin. The mess we're in. You're staying the same in the same old mess. But I want you to know that it's time to break out of some old habits. It's time to, to, to get tired of having what you've been having and doing what you've been doing. You don't always have to be sick. You don't always have to be broke. You don't always have to be busted and disgusted and unhappy and going from one failure to another and one bad relationship to another. You don't, at some point, that mess needs to end. It needs to stop. You need to, that need to be something new. You need to do a new thing. You need to do a new thing. You need to be making some new strides in life. And we get stuck in these old holding patterns. And we are just circling around uh, like an airplane waiting to land. We're stuck in a holding pattern. And God even said to the children of Israel, he said, you all have been circling this mountain long enough. You ought to do it. You ought to, it's time for something new. You ought to do a new thing. You ought to do a new thing. You want to, it should be a change. That should be something new and fresh and lively and buy something about you. You shouldn't be the same person today that you were five years ago. That should be something new about you. Something new going on in your life. We never reach a place where we've arrived. Our lives are always a, a, a process of continual progress. We're reaching new strides and new growth. Breaking new ground. And conquering new worlds. Always. This keeps us from being bored, stale, and unfulfilled. When you do a new thing. When you continue to do a new thing. And so we miss out on so much when we become complacent and stagnant and stuck in the same old condition. Just settling for the status Quo, just settling for being miserable as always, just stuck, not changing, not growing, nothing new, no fresh ideas, no fresh creativity, no fresh experiences. I was, I was delighted when I was invited to go to the Ukraine to be a part of missions and ministry because it was something new. It was something I had never done. I had to learn to communicate through an interpreter, which is, which is not easy because there are a lot of things involved with trying to communicate with people who don't know your language. And it's not simply just talking like I'm talking now. We had to learn an entire different skill set to be able to speak through an interpreter. 
And it was something I had never experienced before. I was afraid. I was shaking. But at the same time, I felt alive. I felt energized. I felt lively because I was charting a, a new waters, a new course. I was doing something I'd never done. I was in a place I had never been in, ministering to a race of people I had never seen and never experienced, talking in a language and learning words and a custom I had never known. I was doing something new and fresh and exciting and creative. And God was allowing me to expand my borders. And he was doing a new thing, a new thing, a new thing. You got to get tired of your old condition. I love people, uh, people in the Bible who got tired. They got tired of the status quo. See, the woman with the issue of blood, she had the issue which represents she was having the same issues for 12 years over. Same issue. Not a new, it was the same issue. And it represents people having the same issues over and over. That woman got tired of it. And she said, I'm tired of the status quo. And she did something new. She put, she, she took a risk. And she got out and she had an adventure in faith. And, and Jesus recognized that. Jesus record anybody some anytime somebody did something that was extraordinary that was risk taking that was not in the ordinary it always got Jesus's attention because they were doing something new something fresh something exciting that no one had ever done Remember last week we talked about the man, they dropped through the house, through the roof. That had never been done before. So even Jesus, it was a breath of fresh air to him. He had never seen faith like that. It was a, he saw the freshness. He saw the freshness. Here's somebody willing to do something nobody else has done. It was fresh. It was new. It was daring. It was creative. It was an idea. Somebody was thinking. And Jesus, he honored that. He honored that. He honored this woman who had the same issue and who was ready to change her status quo. Anytime somebody got tired, it got his attention. Jesus was walking down the street one day and he looked up and saw a man in a tree. It got his attention. He stopped. And he said, hey, you come down. I want to go to your house. I like your style. I like your style. You're doing something new. You're doing something fresh. You're doing something creative. You didn't just give an excuse and go home to the same old life. You wanted to change your heart. And you wanted to change your life. And you climbed your tree to make sure you saw me. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Do something creative. Something active, exciting. Change your perspective. Change your mindset. Change your mentality. Change your attitude. Change your word. Change your vision. Change your perspective. It's all right to know where you are, but take a look at yourself where you could be. Have some fresh, new mental attitude and mental thought. Look for ideas. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. You can have a new start, but you've got to forget about your past failures, mistakes, and sins. Repent of it. 
and move with God. And God will give you a brand new start that's new, fresh, and exciting. You've got to do something new. And you've got to realize that those old days of sin, that's old and it's over with. All of that smoking, reefer, and drinking, and drugs, and womanizing, and fornicating, and prostituting, and adultery, and lying, and cheating. All of that old, raggedy lifestyle, that is old and is over with. And you have to commit that to the grave. And now you come to God and say, God, do something new in me. I'm tired of living that old sinful life. Do a new thing in me. Do a, put a new righteousness in me, God. I want to walk with you now. And you, 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 you become a new creature. Oh, behold, if any man be in Christ, old things are passed away. All things are become new. We're out of time. Those of you watching or listening, I want you to go to airjesus.com and you can listen to this message, message number 7313, Do a New Thing. You can listen to it absolutely free of charge. And you can also type in your friend's email address and email it to your friend absolutely free of charge. Let God do a new thing in your life and you start doing some new things in your life. Enjoy your life. Enjoy yourself. Take care. We love you. Thank you for joining us here at Brothers of the Word. Because, brother, you need the Word. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Begin with with, uh, science recommends, even with just small minor adjustments in your life. As long as it's new, it, it keeps the brain thinking. So even if you take a new way home, because see, you go home the old way all the time, so your mind doesn't have to think. It knows how to get there on autopilot. But if you take a different route, your mind goes, now, now, which street is this here? <laughs> so your mind has to go into a gear of thinking, analyzing, Answering and discovering, and so now your mind is active again. And so science recommends even little small adjustments, something new in your everyday routine. Change your routine. It, science even recommends don't even take your vitamins the same way every day because your body can only assimilate so much of the same stuff in the same way. So once it gets to a, a place where it's full, it's not assimilating any longer. So you, idiot, science even recommend mixing up your regimen of taking your, don't take them at the same time. Take it at a different time during the day. Take a different, that's why our vegetables are different colors. God put different vitamins in different food. So you gotta eat a variety of different multicolored fruits and vegetables in order to get the whole consortium of nutrition that that you need. You just can't eat apples. You just can't eat apples. So God put something in apples that's not in grapefruit. So he wants you to eat some apple one day, eat some grapefruit the next day. Then come over here, eat some zucchini because there's some in zucchini that ain't in, 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 in these split peas. <laughs> and so each, 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 each fruit and each vegetable has specific nutrients and vitamins and minerals and antioxidants in them, but they are, they are they is spread abroad a whole spectrum. And so you got to pick and choose from a variety on a regular basis. And God is showing you, see, you got to even eat something new to get everything I got for you. You can't eat the same way. 
We can't eat the same way. God wants to do a new thing. A new thing. You ought to even praise God in a new way. A new way. Break your routine. Don't be afraid to break your little routine. Break your little routine. I sound like my mother. See, sometimes my mother, she gets excited at home. She just runs through the house with her hands up praising them. She'll just run through the house. Other times, she'll just kneel on her knees and just rock back and forth in praising. Other times, she might be in a chair with a prayer partner on the phone and praising. So she, you, you gotta, you gotta be creative. You get out. She gets out on a walk and praising while she's walking. Praising while you're driving. Even mix up your praise. Even, even have variety in your spiritual life. Don't do it the same way day in and day out. Everything gets old and your life is in a rut because you're digging a rut. And after a while it's boring and it's unfulfilling and even God don't even want to hear it no more. And even God, I'm saying God listen to you so much. God said, ain't you got some new prayers? something new. Behold, I'll do a new thing. Remember not the former things, nor the things of old. I'll do a new thing, and it'll spring forth. Shall you not know it? Praise God. Do a new thing. Do a new thing. Sends message number 7313 by C. Elijah Brawner. To hear other messages or to send this message number 7313 to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 7313. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.